At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org, from Louisville Public Media. You touch one AirPod and your whole world crumbles. Consequence Podcast Network. Hey, welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org. Consequence and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thank you so much, as always, for making your way here, checking out this episode. You know what to do. If you like what you hear, hit that subscribe button. I put out three new interviews every single week, so it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists, discover some new ones, and know what's happening in the music world at iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, Podchaser, NPR, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcasts from. I'm Kyle Meredith. Today, my guest, Jordan McGraw. We're going to be talking about his newest singles and how the pandemic allowed him to readjust who he musically wanted to be, leaning into his coming-of-age bands like Blink-182, Green Day, Tina Turner, and Tears for Fears. Uh, the singer-songwriter talks about touring with the Jonas Brothers and co-writing her with Nick Jonas, also writing a song about Matthew McConaughey and pop punk's resurgence. McGraw also tells us about making a music video on the set of Will of Fortune and why some moms are calling him an abomination and a menace to society, which is a bit nuts. Let's do it. It's Kyle Meredith with Jordan McGraw. What's up? How you doing, sir? I'm good, man. I got a day off, so. A day Just, off? Uh, You've been, uh, been on tour, right? With uh, This is the tour you're on with uh, the Jonas Brothers? Yeah, it's it's been unreal. Amazing. Yeah. Finally getting in front of people again. It's like... You know, it's so much you think it would be one thing and then it's just a whole nother level of exciting uh, once you get out there and like smell the sweaty people and all the, the energy and the fun. It's, it's awesome. I, I had wondered about that because, you know, for a long time, artists talked about that. Like, I can't wait to get back in front of the audience. It's going to be so incredible. And I had wondered if that really lived up to the, you know, whatever the expectations, you know, whatever they were, because none of us had ever, ever gone through that before. Yeah, I, I mean, I was I was prepared to be, you know, let down a little bit like everybody would be kind of timid. But as soon as I set foot on stage the first night, I was ear to ear grin and the crowd was kind of the same. It was just like it, I think everybody blew everybody's expectations out of the water, which was, yeah. you know, what else could you ask for? And then you've you've toured with the with the Jonas Brothers before in the past, I, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah, I did the Happiness Begins tour with them. Like, I, obviously, I'm guessing it's very different from that, just considering what you know a lot of artists uh, and crews have to go through these days. 
but just knowing that you're close, like, are you all still able, like, how does it work, the logistics? So, I mean, your friends, do the antics still get to happen at this point? Yeah, totally. We, we, we keep our bubble pretty tight, which is um, not really new for us anyway. We, we're, we're like a, we're a picky group of friends, but uh, you know, it, it's different in that like we can't, we can't go take over a bar after the show, but uh, you know, we, we set up our own bar and, and have just as much fun. So, you know, it's, it's like a little bit different, but at the same time, we're making the best of it. We're having a, you know, fucking blast. I've been watching some of the, uh, the live videos uh, of the tour. Did you give away your guitar at the end of a show? Did you just, <laughs> what was that? Uh, the, the, there was, that was a girl that has come to a, a lot of shows. So I knew, uh, I let her just strum it at the end. And I had handed it to her knowing that, uh, she wouldn't just bolt for the exit. My, my guitar tech was like, he was looking somewhere else when I did it. And somebody asked him, did you get the guitar back? And he was like, what, what are you talking about? And just ran out there. And she was like, here you go. <laughs> I was oh. like, thank God. Cause that's like my favorite guitar. <laughs> yeah. I was waiting for the whole thing. Like, you know, let her strum it. I walked away. Then we yanked it back from her and you know, completely. <laughs> yeah. With security tackled her. It was a whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the shows have looked fun anyway. And you've got the new music that you're going for right here. I, I've, uh, I've heard, I think you talked about in a previous interview is at least leading into this new music, which again, you, your latest singles, uh, she and her are so much fun uh, yeah, and so thanks. much of a big of a jump for you. You've talked about how the pandemic actually allowed you to sort of reassess who you wanted to be musically. W what exactly does that mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think every artist is guilty of kind of letting uh, things spin the wrong way. Sometimes, you know, if you kind of start on the wrong foot, you kind of start stumbling down that rabbit hole. And um, the pandemic was like a good, a good time for me to just like kind of sit. I got on the phone with my manager and I was like, dude, this is just, this is just kind of not it. Like it's not, this isn't feeling right. And uh, I was writing some songs that I wasn't stoked about. People were submitting some songs that just felt wrong. And um, he said, well, you're locked in a house, go lock yourself in a room in the house and stare at a wall until it comes out you know and so i i did exactly that i just i i got a guitar um and i i sat in a really uncomfortable chair in a room in a house that i was renting and i stared at a blank wall and then um i, I eventually i just kind of started listening to all my favorite bands again trying to kill the time and and figure it out and kind of steal from each person and you know like put together this version of what i want to listen to if I were listening to me and uh she was the first one that that came out actually and so you know we just kind of kept rolling down that road and now the live shows have kind of given an even more life to that kind of idea and it's just become exactly what I was hoping it would be from the get-go you know it just takes a while to get there so who are some of these bands that you're uh, you're stealing from although I did an interview just a few days ago with Shirley Manson from Garbage, and she said you can't steal from your heroes; you can only borrow from them. So whatever Oops. that means. Yeah, I mean, I've I've heard it both ways. Amateurs borrow, professionals steal, and then <laughs> right. you know borrow from as many people as you can, and nobody can call you a thief. But uh, I, for me, it's like it's it's Blink One Eighty Two and Green Day, and uh, and then on the other side of things, it's Tina Turner and Tears for Fears, and. Um, yeah, I think I think at the beginning of the the kind of reimagining, it was uh, the '80s vibe with a little sprinkle of pop punk, and now I think it's the, what the live shows have kind of flipped that on its head, and now it's it's pop punk with a little sprinkle of '80s on top. So I think the new stuff is going to kind of start going in there. Like McConaughey, the next song that's coming out is just 
you know, it's it's pure pop punk. It's just do cat to cat. It's got that the 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 stereotypical pop punk beat with all of the the silliness on top of it. By the way, I, I heard that song. I, I started interrupting. I heard that song McConaughey. The, the live somebody took a live shot yeah. uh, of the show. And and I feel like what you're saying is the studio version is going to come out a little bit different. But I wrote down if you're familiar with a 90s band called the Refreshments, they, they yeah. had this. Yeah, they had the, they did the King of the Hill theme song, too. But uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, like it did remind me a little bit of that. Yeah, no, it's 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 fully that it's it's like it's just it's just kind of a why did I write that or why, why did I put that song out? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. It's just it's just pure fun. And McConaughey's a fucking hero. How are you not going to write a song about McConaughey? Right. You know? <laughs> and that's going to be a, that's going to be a fan favorite live, by the way. You can already tell. Like, oh, it already is. It's, it's like it, everybody, it, word's gotten around that we're going to, hey, 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 all right, all right, all right. <laughs> so people are already <laughs> figuring, it's not a hard song to figure out halfway through. So, so hearing about those bands, I mean, you know, you mentioned Blink and, and Green Day, um, you know, aside from the 80s and 70s groups there, but, uh, but, are these like what are your coming of age artists who set it off for you were they, were they part of it yeah i mean we, we get to when we get to dallas where i grew up uh we're playing the venue where i saw blink 182 for the first time and it was the first concert that i got dropped off at i wasn't with an, an adult you know what i mean i had three sodas that night because you know damn the man um <laughs> but uh yeah i mean th- that was kind of the, the moment that i was uh, they had the big flaming fuck sign in the back of the stage and I, you know, the curtain dropped that lit up and I, my jaw was just like on the floor. This is exactly what I want to do. How did I not know this existed? And so, uh, you know, once I, once I found Blink, I went down their influences and no effects and the misfits and all of that stuff. And then did the same thing with Green Day, which, you know, obviously very similar, but they have their own kind of rabbit hole to go down. And that was just, it, it's funny that pop punk is coming around again now, but you know, like for me, that's just that, that. What else is there? You know what I right. mean? Right, right. It's always kind of been there. Yeah, that's that has been interesting to see. Like, not only new pop punk artists, which there are plenty of right now, but even you know, huge pop artists that are also doing pop punk as if it's yeah. the new thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which is funny. I love it. I like the the more the better. But you know, to me, it's just it's like yeah, about time. I remember like when TRL was on and it was like NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, and then Blink. It was like, it was just part of the whole thing, which I think it's turning into again. We're only missing the Warp Tour at this point. I I know. I don't know that I want that back. (laughs) (laughs) Did you You do any Warp Tours? I I didn't, but I went to plenty. And uh, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. Did did you ever experience them? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't need that row of porta-potties again. That's something else. Uh, let's yeah. get back to the new music then. <laughs> I don't know how to transition out of porta potties at this point. <laughs> yeah, well, so you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you want to be a rock and roll star? No? Well, how about a podcast star? Well, as it turns out, there's a new all-in-one platform just for you. It's called Anchor, and it's the easiest way to make a podcast. And check this out. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And then Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify and Apple Podcast and, you know, everywhere else in, uh, in podcast land. And what's even better, you can actually make money from your podcast. Go figure. Uh, no minimum listenership on that. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go ahead. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what are you waiting for? Podcast stardom is within your reach. 
So she uh, is an excellent new single, and it's so much fun to listen to. Thank you. Uh, again, this is something you've talked about a little bit. This this sort of comes from uh, your wife's dreams. Is, is that right? Yeah, she just walked. She just walked right by me, so she's gonna have to hear the story one more time. But uh, yeah, we were we were uh, quarantining together, and uh, you know, so we had had plenty of each other. And I woke up one morning, and she was just glaring at me, and I was, I was like, "What? What? What did I do?" It's like nothing you did, but the dream you was in big fucking trouble and uh i I think we're all guilty of that and so uh yeah that was the first thing i locked myself in that room bye (laughs) and uh my wife just left sorry there's like there's gonna be a random goodbye in the middle of this story (laughs) um but yeah i mean she was like dream you is just in so much trouble which i don't know how to get a hold of him so you're gonna answer for everything he did she still won't tell me what i did in her dream because she doesn't want me to get any real life ideas but uh, yeah, I took that story and I was like, fine, well, I'm going to write a song about it. And uh, that's that's where it came from. Yeah, it's um, my wife and I made an agreement. We're just fine. We're fine. Whatever you do in your yeah. dream, whatever <laughs> I do in your it's it's. But you still can't because it gets vivid and you're like, I, I know this isn't real, but right. th- there's some part of you in here. Right. Yeah. So you turn that around to a, a music video, though, and and. Are you so you're a will of fortune in the music video? Is that the actual set? Because that looks pretty damn real. It is. We were like, we we, we kind of got the idea spinning, and then it turned into this thing where we were like, we can't do this unless it's on the real set. And which meant we thought meant, okay, well, it's we gotta think of another idea because we called them thinking they would be like, haha, no chance. But we called on the right week and they were just done with filming and they were like the crew's around for a few more days you guys want to do it then and we were like yes so we scrambled and got together as many people as we could as quickly as possible and um you know i I grew up watching wheel of fortune so it was like for me i I was like starstruck by the set the wheel is smaller than you think and twice as heavy and it's like the the board is just nuts i i got there and it said jordan mcgraw welcome and i was just like holy shit this is this is one of those like crazy things that you never get to do that i'm getting to do and you and and so the video features uh just multiple versions of you as the contestants uh in various different versions like i don't know we went full foo fighters (laughs) right right yeah you got a cowboy you've got the what the emo goth kid and you've got uh i don't know what you said the geek or whatever i mean um, yeah which one of these do you closely as closest relate with is there one they were all they were all different versions of something I've been or am inside. <laughs> you know, I, I I FaceTimed my brother. The I, I got the the emo kid makeup done first, and I FaceTimed my brother, and he was like, "I'm I'm not. This is not phasing me because I I I have talked to this guy before." <laughs> I was like, "Damn it, too real, too real." And then I grew you know I grew up in Texas, so the cowboy is just every family member that I try not to talk to, <laughs> and. Uh, and then the nerd is, you know, I am a nerd. So, I, you know, it's like for me, that was just that that was like oddly the easiest character to be. Right. right. I mean, we were, I picked Wheel of Fortune. Of course, I'm a nerd. That was like I came home from school and didn't play video games. I watched Wheel of Fortune <laughs> and then played video uh, games. You still you still win at the end either way. I mean, regardless. Yeah, exactly. Of, uh, you know, it's, yeah, it's, that's the best scenario. I want all the money. That goes on to. Uh, so the other single that's out right now, um, her. And I know there's been plenty of made of it. You got a she, you have a her. I know we're expecting next, whatever pronoun, woman, what, what is that? Yeah, it's, exactly. I don't know where we're going. It's McConaughey. Yeah. It's, well, yeah. okay, that works. Yeah, <laughs> Somehow exactly. that works. Yeah. yeah. 
No, with her, that's cool. Um, so there's a really cool, I don't know, NXS vibe is what I actually wrote down at the beginning of that. I mean, there, right. it's 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 definitely got that 80s thing. I think you were talking about with Tears for Fears and 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 what else going on there. Uh, I'd love to hear about this song too. Where does this one come from? Uh, yes, this one I I recorded a long time ago. Um, after the Happiness Begins tour, um, it was I, you know I was like trying to figure out uh you know where I was gonna take this thing uh, and. I was talking to Nick and Joe about it and Nick was like, uh, I've got a song I think um, might work. And he played me a, a part of her and uh, I was like, can I take this and kind of make it my own? And they're like, yeah, of course do it. And they trusted me enough to, to go figure the rest of that out. And um, it wound up being the perfect kind of collaboration. And I was chasing my wife at the time. And so, uh, you know, it kind of worked out to be the perfect version of that story uh, with their help. So, you know, it's always fun to, to do things with your friends. And when the, the two friends in in question are, uh, you know, kind of good at writing songs, it makes it a little easier. <laughs> but it is, it, it's, it's a cool sound. And I guess it does. I mean, it fits in perfectly with she and what you're talking about here. I mean, I, I really do love this direction. And it does seem, I don't know, quite a bit, as you're saying, of a of a bigger jump from where you came from. And, and so you talk about McConaughey coming out next. What, what's the plan here? Are these singles leading to an album or is it an EP? What comes next? You know, eventually uh, I do want to have the like plastic jewel case with the CD and the booklet that folds into a poster with all the lyrics. But at the same time, you know, I want to do it right and give every song their chance to have the spotlight. So uh, right now we're just kind of doing song by song. And then when um, things seem to be building in the right way, uh, then yeah, absolutely a a big a big album collection of of songs that that makes sense together and we can you know go old school with in the packaging. It was yeah. funny. I had um I'm I'm next to like a CD shelf, you know, that just oh, nice. goes and goes and goes. Yeah, and and one of one of them that I had had forever, uh, which uh, County Crows, and it was a deluxe edition of August and everything. After I opened up the other day and, and pulled the poster out that I never even knew was back there. Exactly, I love the right? posters hiding in there. You know, like, exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for that. My favorite thing too was the Blink "Take Off Your Pants and Jacket," where there were three different versions with a bonus, a different bonus song on each one. And I, they, I, I know it was just a, a trick to get us to buy it three times, but it worked on me. I had all three versions. I was ripping the songs off, so so I had like all of the bonus tracks. It, it was, it, it, I just missed that. You know what I mean? Right, right. And the smell of it when you open up, we take that plastic off. Oh. I want that yeah, especially back. the the booklets i always i always appreciated the smell of cd booklets more than oh any yeah other, like even vinyl know, or whatever you know describe the, the smell no it's like ink paper and like some random factory but it together it is just home it's <laughs> funny they were talking about blink i just had that live album in the mark tom and travis oh uh, yeah. yeah 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 just uh i mean that's one of like really is one of the greatest live albums. Uh, the, the songs, the performances are, are fine. They're, they're as they should be, but all the stuff yeah. in between, uh, it's oh, still, it's the, you know. It's the best. Much to, uh, much to most of the moms at the show's dismay, that is where I draw from <laughs> uh, for my banter as well. It's just like, it's the perfect amount of dirty jokes and, and just like hilarity. It's like, they're, they're masters at that. Can you see that out in the crowd when, that, when that's happening? Can you, can you see those reactions? <laughs> Oh yeah. Moms hate me. They hate <laughs> me. And I love it. And the more that they tell me they hate me, the more I just, I like one of them 
counted the the number of times that I said fuck the other night, and I was like, mm. seventeen, we can beat that tonight. We can beat it. <laughs> oh yeah. Ben Folds talks a lot, especially in his uh, his early and middle period, that he would take a lot of joy in that exact same thing. Oh yeah, I mean, how could you not? You know what I mean? Like I'm not there for them, so. <laughs> You'd like they're the kid next to him is just like ear to ear bouncing up and down and they're just arms crossed just scowl i love it one of them called me uh messaged and said uh that i'm an abomination and a menace to society and i was i could not have been wow. more honored yeah i'm like wow yeah congratulations like, those are, yeah those are harsh words but uh i'll take it i made a whole speech about it last night and the crowd just ate ate, ate it up and it just like and then on the count of three, everybody yelled their favorite swear word. And it was just the perfect way to say thank you to her for her kind words. <laughs> Nicely done. I was going to say, you yourself have become a parent uh, recently. And, you know, and I do wonder if that will change at any point. Uh, maybe it won't. I'm, hey, I've got I a 14 mean, year old. I'm, I don't know that mine has. No, I'm, I will always be the most immature uh, parent in the room. But, uh, you know, would I let my daughter come to my show? Not for a while, but. Uh, you know it's like that's that's concerts you go to be corrupted a little bit like that's right it, it, you're they're gonna learn the words and whatever somewhere else you might as well let them do it while they're having fun you know like who cares lighten up that's the other thing that i've enjoyed about the uh the pop punk coming back in that we were talking about especially in pop because things have gotten a little bit safe and i think to have yeah. great music there has to be at least a little bit of danger in there as you're saying a you, little you bit you of gotta corruption. piss people off a little bit you know what I mean? Like it, that's, it's, this, it's, it's another version of comedy. It's like, you know, there's no safe version of stand-up comedy. You're there to point out things that people are uncomfortable with. And music is so the same way in, in that like, you're there to totally escape two to three minutes at a time. Like that's the point of being in a concert is to like let go and be somewhere else for however long the set is, however long the songs are. And uh, my version of that is is just like being totally immature and stupid again for two to three minutes at a time. Like, just do it. Let me let me be the reason. You know. Yeah, I appreciated what you were doing before. I appreciate it even more now. So, <laughs> what that's worth. <laughs> Which, by, by the by the way, you'd you'd uh, congratulations. You got baby number two on the way. I think I yeah. did see that. Yeah, yeah, that's a. Was that a photo reveal? Were you in the halls of uh, Red Rocks? Yeah, yeah. We that's were what I thought. Tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. And we were like, it was my wife's idea. She was like, this is the perfect combination of like your grunginess and my uh, outfit tonight being like polished. Let's do it here. I was like, absolutely. Yeah. And then I remember uh, the first time I walked through those halls, it's a, it's, it's really, I mean, it's only signatures, but it's still so overwhelming knowing where crazy. you are. Yeah. It's that, that is like, that was a bucket list moment for me. That venue, that whole day was just like, Unwritten. I walked out on stage and it was like one of those, like, you kind of have to stop and be like, oh my God, this place is everything that you thought it would be. It's so cool. Especially in, if you're in those times, the lightning storms will come through over the, yeah. you know, the mountains. It's just, it's, yeah, it's like it's, nothing else. It really is. It's surreal. It's like, it's so, and then, you know, before we went on, we were listening to the Incubus live album there and the Dave Matthews live album there. And it's just like, there, there is a reason everybody puts that live album out even though you can't see what it is like there's a different energy to that place it's crazy yep no absolutely agree yeah uh well i look forward to you releasing that live album at some point <laughs> same <laughs> whenever that comes out uh jordan mcgraw in the meantime uh the new singles are out with she and her and mcconaughey on the way do you know when we're getting that i do i don't know if i'm supposed to tell anybody but it's it's it, i'll just say it's it's very close to my birthday which is october 21st so all right 
give or take a few days, you can probably figure it out. <laughs> awesome. I can't wait to hear the studio version of that. Dude, thank you so much for taking the time to talk about this. It's been a lot of fun. No, thank you, man. All right. We will see you around and, uh, and we'll check out the music when it's here. Take care. Cool. See you, man. My thanks to Jordan McGraw. That was a fun one. Uh, again, he's got the new singles, uh, She, Her, and Matthew McConaughey. Thank you to you as well for checking out this episode. Please do hit that subscribe button before you get out of here. Again, uh, three new interviews every single week at iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, ACAST, Podchaser, NPR, YouTube for the video versions or anywhere you get your podcasts from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. Then after that, head over to WFPK.org. That's where I do a show Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern, an hour full of song premieres, music news, anniversary spins, and bonus interviews, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Consequence has your music and film news. You can also find me on the social media spots. That includes Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, all three of them, at Kyle Meredith. I do hope you like and follow along. That does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. That was awesome. Cool. Let's get it. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.